Section 25 of The Artist, or Young Ladies Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc., by B. F. Gandhi. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Inlaying, or the Imitation of Inlaid Ebony and Ivory, Lesson 2. Your work does not exhibit so much success as you anticipated, Ellen. Some of the lines are exceedingly trembling and not so regular as might be expected. I think you used the black too thick, and some parts of the background must be done over again, for if the varnish were put on in its present state it would show all the marks of the brush. I recommend you when filling in the background to sit in a strong light and bend your head to the left of the drawing while doing it, as that will be the best position to see whether the black covers the wood entirely. In giving this advice I take it for granted that you sit with the light to the left hand. I was not entirely satisfied with the work myself. Every step I take convinces me that it is not sufficient that I thoroughly understand what is to be done, but I must have practice also to accomplish anything perfectly. You are right, Ellen and having arrived at the conclusion by your own observation and experience, I am not afraid of you soon forgetting it. We will now prepare some screens with the white composition. The isinglass size which we used yesterday I shall want for this purpose. You observe it is quite a stiff jelly, now it is cold. Place it over a jug of hot water to melt it, then put about two tablespoonsful in a teacup which must also be placed over warm water. I put to it half a bottle of prepared white, and stir them together with the large flat tin camel hair brush used for the icing glass yesterday, and as it is rather stiff, dip it first into the hot water for a minute or two to soften it. I now add a tablespoonful of gin to make it work smoothly. Why, Charlotte, I thought you were a member of the Temperance Society. Well, Ellen, so I am, and a warm admirer of the objects it aims to accomplish. But do you not suppose I am about to break its laws? Have you not promised to abstain from the use of ardent spirits except for medicinal purposes? This is a difficulty I did not foresee indeed, but I shall satisfy my conscience by observing the spirit of the promise while I neglect the letter of it. I am amused by your ingenuity, Ellen. This prohibited liquid is to be mixed up with the white, and then to be spread over the screen evenly and thinly, first on one side and then immediately on the other, holding the screen by the edge with the thumb and finger. About five minutes after this is done, and before the paint is dry, take a piece of soft muslin and lightly rub away any air bubbles that remain or have caused little specks. I fear I shall find it awkward to hold the screen by the edge. May I not do one side first, and when that is dry, paint the other? The screen will warp if you attempt to do so, Ellen. Therefore, both sides must be done at once. In half an hour the first coat will be dry, and the second may be put on. Guiding the brush in a contrary direction, and rubbing away the air bubbles as before. This is to be repeated to as many as five or six coats, when it may be painted over. If the wood you are preparing be of a dark colour, it will be necessary to give it two or three more coats of paint, to make it look thoroughly white. 
if porous like mahogany the paint must be mixed much thicker for the first two coats to fill up the pores and should be rubbed smooth with the muslin for a longer time than before after which it should be used thin to make it lie evenly is this a composition to have some icing glass spread over it before it receives the black paint no the icing glass mixed in the paint will answer the purpose the use of it is to prevent the varnish which is afterwards to be applied from penetrating the wood or paint so much as to cause a disagreeable yellow tint which it will do if not so prevented to cover a table-top or other object with paper for the inlaying we proceed by pasting two sheets of drawing paper over it to do which rather strong paste should be used and spread over the back of the drawing paper with a stiff brush and when the first coat of paste is nearly dry a second may be put on and the paper placed on the subject and well pressed with a cloth or handkerchief the following day the second sheet of paper may be put on in the same manner and after this is dry the icing glass should be put on twice on account of the paper absorbing more than the wood will not the surface of the paper be rough compared with the composition and make it difficult to draw the line so smooth as would be desirable the icing glass which is applied draws the surface together and makes it smooth for the painting and the varnish which is used after the painting is done entirely removes the rough appearance on the surface of the paper this work is varnished and polished exactly as the transfer work only it requires fewer coats of varnish about twelve will be quite enough when it is to be polished we have now ellen concluded our studies for the present i shall therefore be happy to assist you in making up any things you may wish to ornament with these newly acquired arts and if you please we will commence by making up the flower stands and match cups already painted thank you cousin charlotte i am very greatly indebted to you and shall most readily take advantage of your kindness in the way you propose i wish to know before we finish for to-day if i could make the liquid black and white myself in case i should at any time be unable to procure them at a shop they are easily made if you have the proper materials good lamp black and pure flake white the best way for you to ensure this will be to purchase a cake of each ready prepared for water-colour painting then wrapping one of them up loosely in a piece of strong brown paper break it up in pieces with a hammer by knocking it upon some hard material such as a hearthstone and put it into a teacup with enough soft water to cover it then leave it till the next day when you may add some thin gum water and a little vinegar for the black and gin for the white to prevent it from getting mouldy stir it about well with a camel hair brush in tin and pour it into a bottle when it will keep for several months and be fit for use whenever you want it if you desire to make a large quantity at any time you must purchase the lamp black and the flake white in a dry state and grind them upon a ground glass slab of about a foot square with a ground glass muller in this manner put about a tablespoonful of colour upon the slab and enough thin gum water to moisten it and mix them together with a palette knife add a little plain water and grind with the muller until all appearance of grittiness has been removed turning it over with the knife from the sides to the middle as it gets spread out this is rather laborious work 
and when properly done will occupy about half an hour for the quantity mentioned. It may be taken up with the palette knife and put into a bottle after a little more gum water has been added. A like quantity may then be done in the same way until you have as much as you require. If you intend to keep it by you for any time, add a little spirits as before. When the color is on the slab, it should be only just wet enough to admit of moving the muller without great labor, because, if made too wet, it will never become sufficiently fine. You will readily perceive from these instructions that when you can procure the paint ready prepared, it will be decidedly preferable. Oh, yes. I merely inquired because I like to know how things are done, and it is just possible that I may be so situated as not to be able to procure them, though I admit not very probable. I shall be quite ready to attend you tomorrow, Charlotte. I wish very much to see how my paintings will appear when made up. End of section 25